Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Life is full of what ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I have a question. Yes, Poodle. What's in Anna's shower? What's in Anna's showers? <laughs> What's in Anna's shower? Is it a toy? It's a penis pump, y'all. It's not a boy. <laughs> it's, it's a, a penis pump. Yo, it's 2021, y'all. We got a new show. If you ain't got no money, take your broke dick home. Poodle. If you ain't got no money, wait. Pass. D L I N G M P I R O M G. Netflix, we coming for you. Manny, Poodle, and special guests too. It's Bling Empire on Reality Games. I'm drinking Tito's. The rest of my days Eating Doritos This show's the closest we'll get To the glamorous Oh, the glamorous Oh, the glamorous glamorous Oh, the glamorous Oh, the glamorous glamorous. Who are these people? Poodle Boy, I'm so glad you asked There's Dr. Gabe and his wife Christine Jamie is the fashion queen. Kevin's got that banging bod, and Kimberly is a DJ god. Kane's got Benji's by the tons. Anna's dad sells bombs and guns. Ain't none of these kids gonna worry about bills, and they're all in Beverly Hills. Oh, the glamorous. Yo, the flowsy, flowsy. Oh, the glamorous. Oh, the flowsy. Y'all. This episode, I guess it is. we get right to it. What's in Anna's shower? It's What's a penis in pump. Sh- we finally get a fabulous gay, too. <laughs> Um, guy. Yeah, which guy. I'm sorry, guy didn't say, but I'm like, where are the gays on this one? And then guy, y'all, I'm just assuming from his Instagram, he has this video, which I think Kevin is, is Kevin like close to a guy's face in that video? Or is it Kevin that's the model? No, uh, Kevin is the model, but uh, I don't know if it's Kevin. It's who's a pretty in. good music he video, a, actually. He has a song, though. It does. It's like women with men women with women men with it's a pretty good song actually he can sing it's like very uh his but he's i was singing too. oh he's very big if i look like that i'd wear mesh clothes all the time too i would never wear a shirt <laughs> it would be to the point where <laughs> son this is your this is your mother's funeral could you please put on a shirt but but don't you want to look at my son, abs can you cover up your nipples <laughs> While we read your mother's, this is while your, we read your mother's testimonials. <laughs> this is your granddaughter's christening, Jake. So, <laughs> I mean, God's clothes. Can you maybe not show your bare thighs? Yeah. Um. Well, <laughs> and you know what? We can't be mad at Guy because I will say this: Gay girl men, looks good. She looks good, and Gay. I don't men, love the hair, but. With the hair, when you're a hairdresser, hairdresser, you got and you're a man, you got to have long. It's like Chaz Dean; he's gonna have long hair forever. Y'all know I'm a wind girl. (laughs) Wind, y'all should send us something. Yeah, remember we're not allowed to say anything unless they're giving us a sponsorship. Yeah, give us some money, Wind. And that no, that's directed towards you. Oh, you stop! You stop talking about stuff. Even Dr. Pepper, you can't talk about anything unless there's sponsorship. I'm having Dr. Pepper right now and wearing my Clinique black honey gloss, y'all. It looks good. (laughs) I'm telling you, you better stop that shit. Just saying, Alyssa Milano, you've reeled me in with wind. Give me some free shit. So anyway, Uh, but oh, I was going to say is you can't put a gay man in a fabulous woman's house and not expect us to go through and look through her house. Because I'm telling (laughs) you. I wouldn't. Okay. If well, you maybe and you're I, right. Okay, now that if, if you and I, I had would a do lot it quietly, yes. If you and I had a lot to drink, and we knew that Anna was getting a massage, 
We would totally go in that drag queen house. I, we it's would, a Sunset but, Boulevard but, house. But we would not throw a penis pump outside the window. No. But we would do tell, it surreptitiously. We. This is true. This is very true. Tell me you wouldn't walk up that staircase and then walk down the staircase. And what would you do as you walk down the staircase? Uh, Lean my head back. And saying, uh, everything's as if we never said goodbye. What? I don't know why I'm frightened. I know my way around here. We can't get into this. The cardboard trees, the painted seas, the sound here. We need to stop. That's a Walter I discover. Yes, everything's as if we've never said goodbye. That's it. I can't go on. I don't want to. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. We uh, taught the world new ways to dream y'all don't listen <laughs> listen listen to the there's we a, had to get it out that's some the gay great TV. betty buckley recordings oh my god there's some really good pay lupone recordings oh, yes um what's the, British? the glenn close one is okay it's okay um, um, elaine but elaine uh um, page page oh. yes that's kind of the best one. This is getting really gay. Y'all, that, we're we saying this because on. Anna's house looks like the Sunset Boulevard house. Yeah. If you Sunset don't know what that is, Sunset Boulevard, it's a musical by Andrew Lloyd Webber. It's not good. It's but not there's good. at least three good songs. There's three drag queen moments. Oh, they're moments. wonderful. Drag With one moment. look. Oh. Everything says, we never, we, I think it's called If We Never Said Goodbye. Yeah. Great song. New Ways to Dream isn't bad but either. But I'm telling y'all, Poodle would run in this house drunk and start singing that song. I would. I would. So Kane, we can't, or a guy would be mad at you. I will say, when I've been to a really nice house and I've been given a room to either change in or put my stuff in, um, I've looked in their closets. Uh, And there were like these fantastic gowns. And of course, I had to put my head in one looking like I was wearing it. I did do that. I've always done that. I know. I look you're in the drawers. Snoop. I look in the medicine. I'm a therapist. I'm a voyeur. I want to know Just your life. Just because you're a therapist does not no, mean a lot of therapists are vo- a lot of ther- No, really, like uh, a lot of therapists are into I, but like I'm voyeurism. Saying, Just because you say, "Well, I'm a therapist. I can go snoop in people's houses." No, I don't mean that as a as a. It gives me the right to. I'm saying that I get a lot what of, you're saying. We're kind of freaky deaky like that. Oh, you can watch me do stuff. I'm fine with it. I don't ever want to hear you say I'm freaky deaky like that again. Well, I'm just saying. So, you guys. Like Kevin last episode said he's, he's in the butt sex. Ugh. So, Ugh. We, we begin at the. Kevin, if I wax my ass, you'll never know. <laughs> never know. We begin <laughs> at the Asian grocery store. We do. Uh, and Kane's like, I don't think Kevin's an, uh, not very intelligent. I don't think I'd say that about my friend. I, maybe he's You call it. me an idiot every <laughs> single day. I do not call you an idiot every day. <laughs> Only in at least every week, maybe. <laughs> I should not call this, you an idiot. This is because ex- you know what? You're not an idiot. You just forget things very uh, quickly. Often. Oh, you would totally and, re- and and the amount of information you do not know that's in this world is staggering. So you're telling me if we were on a reality show and the producer was talking to you, filming your testimonial, you wouldn't say, well, you know, the problem with Maddie is that that pig in that one-room schoolhouse <laughs> always beat him on the curve. Yeah. It was always, that pig was valedictorian. So maybe you would. No, you know what? I, I would be, if I was Paints my- a little bit more, um, yeah. uh, deliberate. I think he's just, yeah, I think he's, it's not a very I nice thing to Kevin say. I think Kevin seems dumb, and who cares? Uh, you don't have to be smart what? to fuck. Unfortunately, the privilege of being a straight man, even though he is uh, uh, he's a, a hot straight man, uh-huh. means you say things that you have no uh, idea if it's true or not. Kevin's such has attractive yeah, people say things like that that make them sound dumb. Unfortunately, that's true. He has such an interesting perspective too. I think because he is he could be a little dumb though. I I kind of agree with he it. He is Asian, <laughs> but he grew up with a white family. So right. I wonder, like. Uh, I would be interested to talk to him to feel like if there's uh, 
Like, did he feel other? Did he feel I'm sure other? But then at the same time, did he like? Did he uh, instinctually take on white privilege stuff, even though he's not white? Interesting. You know I what know. I mean? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm just, and, or did he think he had that, and then he went out into the real world, and then people were fucking prejudiced? Yeah. And then he was like, "Fuck." Anyway, I mean, that's it, a good question. I I think when you're when you're a model and you look like him, and you'll say things, and people in in your work say that you that makes you think things like he, everything he says matters. Mm-hmm. It makes you want to say things. Kevin, I think that'll be good for us tonight when we're pillow talking. We can talk about that, <laughs> Kevin. Come, you know what? Because I have my, you know, I Kevin, we, I have my best conversations right after I've sucked dick. Same, uh, same. The, the the honesty the- that happens <laughs> after I put your dick in my mouth. <laughs> same, you know. Yeah, souls connecting. Souls connecting. Uh, so. We are, um, we're, Jesse, Kevin, and Kane are at the Asian grocery store, and everything looks very expensive. There's like $78 for a a sea cucumber. $15,000. I thought that was by the pound, maybe, but maybe it's not. Um, Jesse is hot. He is. Jesse's arms. Oh, my gosh. And he has handsome eyes. Oh, he's hot, too. Uh, he basically is Kane. Good Kane, for you, Sheree. They're, they're they're basically saying that Jesse says he still doesn't want to be married yet, which means he's kind of probably a man child. Okay, even though he wants to have kids. So let's talk about this, and let's just even this is kind of jumping around, but even like Sherry brings it up later, Sheree. like Sheree. Sorry, Sheree brings it up later of why we, when are we going to get married, and he's kind of like, well, yeah, what the fuck? Like you already have a kid, you're going to have another kid. To me, the only thing I think of is it a tax thing. I don't because know. He's rich. She's rich. So he's afraid if they get married, then like they're going to be in another tax bracket. To me, it's a it's a it's a it's a symptom of being a man baby. Uh, if if they haven't talked about this beforehand of why he doesn't want to get married, it may be that he could say marriage isn't for me. Now, I think his family would have a real problem with that. But who knows? Yeah. What do their family think? They already well, have one baby. Sheree, and then- Cherie's going to have problems with uh, her mom's, well, her mom's past. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, Christine mentions later, she's like, I know if I've told my mother I was having a baby and I wasn't married, she would think I was a slut. You know, she says that to Cherie. And Cherie's like, ooh. <laughs> and Cherie but, is really pretty. But Cherie does want to get married. She's, she does. She says it several times. She does. And I don't know. I, I feel like... I feel like Cherie's... She seems real... I like her. She seems very nice, but I wonder if she's too nice. Yeah. We're here... I think there's probably stuff going on behind the scenes that we don't know. Um, but either one of the things he's like, he's opposed to marriage, or he's being a man baby that he thinks marriage makes him have to grow up. Not just having two mm. children. Jesse, if you think you're a man baby, send us a shirtless pic, and we'll <laughs> we'll decide on that. Oh, his body looks good. Oh, it looks he, good. Ooh. ooh. I'd be making some babies with him. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> no, we don't want an actual human baby. We just want you not a sex baby. <sighs> um, so they're like buying. And Stop calling me Culver City. I don't want to talk to you. They- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, so he does. They're buying. They're trying to make soup for Cherie and the fish to have maw. The baby, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. the it's- fish maw. Uh, which is a mouth, I believe, on a fish, it's $15,000. And they're like, we'll take two. That's a very expensive soup. It's a very expensive soup. And we do see her making soup that she's been making for a month, which I guess that's supposed to I induce think that labor. that's the one that we, they, they kind of edited out of and yeah. it almost made Kevin gag. It looked really gross. It looked really gross. Yeah. It was like Who black. knows? Who knows? So then we, um, y'all, we end up at Anna's house, and it's Anna and Kim... I guess, right? You want to move on to that? Uh, let's talk about Cherie more. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Cause they... um, so they've been together. Jesse and Cherie have been together for five years. Their daughter's name is J'adore. I, I J'adore. can only assume that is... Fragrance rep by Charlie's Theron. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's not a bad name for a child. I would, I would honestly roll my eyes if I heard it. I'm just going to say this, y'all. If you've listened to the show, you know that Poodle believes I have, that. I've got a very strong a, idea about names. He thinks we should have a naming council. 
Um, I'm gonna. You, need to, you, you would need to argue your case for Jador for me. This is what I'm gonna say. If your name's Jador, like you're never gonna work at Gap. <laughs> You're never going to be at the DMV. That's true. Maybe that's okay because this child's never going to work at Gap or the DMV. It, 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 and, not, and those are fine jobs. I yeah. mean, those are great jobs. Like, you're never going to be an electrician. That's true. So it's like, and honestly, I don't think you're ever going to work. No. J- I think when your name, I don't is even never going to work. Be, I don't think you're even going to be a CEO. And Jador will, will definitely um, uh, have, have a child... Uh, and the the name will be Coach. <laughs> yes, yes. Because you know. because there is a psychology of the names we what we name our our children and what that takes on and gives to them. I agree. And so there is. It's like uh, so maybe that is their intention is they yeah. want to have children that do not work or do not. It's like I I remember this is like before. Uh, COVID happened. I remember I went to a Seven Eleven to get a Dr Pepper actually, and there was a guy behind the counter named Prince. Yeah, and I went. Well, this didn't work out for you, Prince. <laughs> you know that's okay. Sometimes that can be a job. Seven Eleven no, job, and maybe I don't mean to demean the job, but I'm right. like you're not a prince. Yes, I see what you're saying. That's what I mean. No, the job is fun, y'all. I respect anybody who works. I don't care whether right. I, I grew up. My dad's a plumber, and so people used to be like. Oh, your dad's a plumber. He's like in shit, and I'm like, uh, that fucking pay from a college. Yeah. Back off. Plumbers do do really well. No, I'm just yeah, they very well. I'm just saying though, they they talk if about if your name is Queen, and you're um, dancing at uh, <laughs> what's that, Mister Clown the bar? Oh, Jumbo's Clown Room. Jumbo's Clown Room, and your name's Queen. Well, you're not royalty. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. So. They're, they're talking about 888, uh, good luck, lucky number in, in, uh, in Chinese uh, kind of culture. And they want to, he, he wants to kind of have the, if they're going to get married, we, it needs to have eights in the number. Uh, so she's kind of thinking, well, we need to do it now, blah, blah, blah. Y'all, I was to say, Cherie in these confessional looks. She deals out three looks. I mean, one with an actual crown, not a tiara, not a ton of, a crown, full on crown, like a Burger King crown, but actually gold. But actually gold. <laughs> yes. yes. Um. Then and then she, that one, there's like, like a almost like if you if you blew up a pearl necklace. You know what? And I it thought was it was very big. I thought it was the planets. Yeah, like a kid did the planets. Maybe her child made the planets, and then she just put it on her head. I'm pretty sure it was a brand name. Okay. Um, but. I've got to say, those are two amazing looks. She looks like, again, and I looked, I was really looking, maybe her eyes, I think, are just that big. Maybe. But she looks like a walking anime doll all yeah. the time to me. Yeah. Very, very big. Yeah. yeah. Her, every, the she's facial. beautiful. She's very likable. Um, so you can tell he does not, she's, she's, she basically says, Jesse is a trust fund baby, and he doesn't like to be told what to do. Uh, and... We don't know when they're going to get married or we if don't. they will. We don't. Um, right after that, she, in, in a different segment, she we hear her going, oh my God, oh my God, she's in labor. Labor! They are there, and, and Jesse's more concerned about his clothes matching. <laughs> He's like, wait, but we're going to the hospital. And she's like, we're having a baby. <laughs> Get me to the hospital. So... They, uh, they're, they're there, and we're, we're shown all of it. Now, I can only imagine she has either had some heavy drugs or, un, or had an epidural, had an epidural, because she looks... Either way, or she, she is She cannot made, be bothered. She is made to give birth, because she's <laughs> just like... her. She's got on makeup. She's not even sweating. Yeah, he does say, you know, you're very dainty. I want you to really push. Um, and then when the baby comes out, she's like, yay! Yeah, and she's like, yay! I think Jesse maybe got a little emotional. Yeah, I mean, Poodle, what would it be like when you give birth? Uh, I'd be uh, first of all, I would be drugged up with an inch of my life. I mean, I've seen you come out of the bathroom and cry after a big dump, <laughs> it's l- true. let alone a baby. I I think I'd be. Uh, you know what? I can't say what I would what what she should do. 
All I know is maybe it's the movies and television things that I've seen. I don't know. Uh, I don't think we're judging her no, for no, how no. she gave birth. Yeah. But it, we were surprised. Yeah, the movies and television are always like, ah, ah. Yeah. And we're gay men. I've never been in a birth room. Have you? No. I would love to, though. It's what's a much more. No, you wouldn't. You'd, you'd lose your mind. I think I would enjoy you'd it. You'd have to see a vagina. I'm okay <laughs> when they're given. Li- I'm fine with that. Okay. I just don't want to. We saw the we saw the miracle of life when I we were growing up. I've never up. seen it. I don't even know what it looks like. Yeah, that was that doesn't bother me. I just don't want to lick it or do things to it. But <laughs> seeing a baby come out of it, I think that's beautiful. Okay, sure. I, maybe I'll become a doula. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't think you have the stomach I to do, handle childbirth. I could do their makeup while they're giving maybe. birth. So then, when they have the videos of the birth, they look great. I mean, it's I. From what I've seen on the Miracle of Life and other, you know, things where you see babies being born, it is a remarkable thing, but it is a brutal. It's a brutal. It is a brutal process. It is. And when it happens, you're just like, holy God. <laughs> it's crazy. Especially a vaginal birth, which is not C-section. They're all you know, rough, but yeah. Yeah. It's kind so, of violent. It, yeah, that's childbirth. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a, when people say, oh, it's a beautiful experience. No. I guarantee you mine wasn't. Let's move on. I came out I came out saying, I'm ready. <laughs> I was late a month. I did not wanna I did not want to come out of there. You were late one month? Yes. Boy, that is a signifier because getting this hoarded change, <laughs> she hates change. I mean, you hate it. I was it. sitting there in the womb going, is it my co- I five minute call? Five <laughs> minute call. I'm like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Mm-hmm. I mean, wow. Yeah, I was I was late. I was I was in the womb for almost 10 months. I bet your mother never lets you forget that, <laughs> does she? Uh I was uh she was in labor 20 something hours with me. Wow. Which I yes, I'm never allowed to. And but my she's like, "But your brother popped right out." <laughs> <laughs> she was actually told not to have another child after me. Oh, really? She thought it could be she bled too much. Oh, wow. Yeah, but she they they Somehow she said it wasn't as bad. They gave her something that would help her not to bleed as much when my brother was born. Well, your brother didn't have horns when he was born, too. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And fangs and and claws. And and claws. (laughs) They had to remove your tail, too. The the hooved feet kicking really did did not kind of jam things up. Um, Y'all, Anna likes to have spa days. I was was keeping going with Cherie. Are we not done with their baby? No. I was just going what's, on the what's same next? thing. Cherie's photo shoot for the baby. Oh, my God. I'm so glad you remembered this. Um, Y'all, this is like some Ann Getty shit. Now, I... This I, baby is really cute. I guess I... I'm, we'll, we'll put it out there for our sissies. Is it... I, maybe, maybe this is just absurdly rich culture. Is it normal to have uh, a, a newborn photo shoot? Oh, yes. That is normal. But like this... When your when your baby is swaddled into yes, a little actually that well okay this baby was swaddled to the gods <laughs> to the gods it's like baby sucking your cheeks it like it looked like a little like what are those like little, a little seed pod yeah like those little what are those little Russian uh, that are nesting in, dolls and it looked like the smallest nesting doll <laughs> I will say you, this was some Ann Gettys on heroin it, <laughs> yes yes so. I think, yes, people do have newborn shoots, yeah. but nothing like this. Yeah. Nothing like this. This was... And like things... And we never got to see really the... Well, I guess we saw some of the finished pictures. But that is the thing now. Used to, you would take your baby places, but they're doing that more now where they're doing... Photographers are coming in the home. Yeah. Uh, and that's when her and Jesse talk about marriage again. D- and just a little bit, though. But we kind of already talked about that. Basically, but we mostly, she's like, when's it happening? Mostly Christine is saying, that's when Christine says, it's a huge disgrace to have a child out of wedlock. Thanks, Christine. <laughs> she doesn't mind saying that. I want to know, does Christine ever not, what's like a light makeup look for Christine? Uh, you mean a, like a day makeup? Like I don't know mid-morning? if she has that. It's always no. like, it's... Always Met Gala. 9 a.m., yes. Yeah. Contoured. Yeah. I think that's just who she is. Because I think she's really beautiful, actually. I just, I do think she could wear less makeup. Sometimes. I think every moment she is alive is a look. I get every that. Every moment. I get that. Um, 
which that sounds exhausting to me, but that's me. I think it's a good time for us to take a break. We'll see y'all in a second. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with their ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of me undies, great new underwear, which makes my um important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, 
and even keep going queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. Songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners. We know you get tired of waiting. Reality Gaze is coming to you. So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed Have hope and find your happy Um, should we go to Anna now? Yeah, let's talk about Anna's hat. Let's talk about let's talk about uh, penis pump gate, whatever you uh, call it. So in the beginning, Kim is at Anna's house uh, playing Furelise the Beethoven piece. That's which every young pianist, me included, wants to play. Um, and then you play it, and you're like, okay, what's next? <laughs> You move on. Yeah, I never played it. Uh, so she, I wrote, she's using too much pedal. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say I'm a pianist and vocal coach. Y'all, my degrees yeah. are in piano and singing. So <coughs> I know. Sorry. Uh-oh, she got <laughs> choked up. Kim is using too much pedal, right? <laughs> yes. We will, The less said about Anna's playing that happens after it, where it seems like she just she just snorted two lines of Coke and sat down <laughs> to play for release. <laughs> You can't even tell technique from that. I feel like she's just saying, well, she just sat down and played, so I'm going to show her if I can do it faster. Y'all, because you forget, Anna's half Russian. Russians fucking music is in their veins. Well, and and Japanese kids are all piano. That's true. Oh, yeah, Suzuki method and all that. Yeah. So they're walking around the house, and they start talking about her animals. She had a monkey. It died. And all the fish died, died one time. And Kim is like, Kim is like, maybe you have spirits or ghosts. And she's like, yes. Oh, I'm afraid. There's Anna's so- like, yeah, I do. Kim, Kim seems ridiculously like, like just out of touch in ev- in this well, whole segment. I think Kim's just extra. Yeah. And I think they probably the producers probably needed they needed someone to be like that yeah. to be a little bit of an instigator. Um, so. Uh, so the, she's already she kind of really does remind me of like Kylie Jenner. But we feel like that they're. Um, oh my God! Did you see that latest picture of Brody Jenner on his Instagram? No. Is it hot? He's he's always done it for me, even back in the hills. Oh, I'll look at it later. You don't have to show me God. now. Anyway, so they kind of have this youthful. Kim's like, I feel like Anna has a youthful energy, and I like to be around her. Yeah, and um. <coughs> We're just gonna pause one second for you to look at this picture. Oh my, he looks good. He is like ripped to the god. Good for him. Good for him. Good for him. Anyway, so 
So we're getting this idea that Anna and Kim maybe will become friends because Anna says, you know, I have a hard time trusting people because I had an assistant who stole all this who stole jewelry. four million dollars of jewelry from me and walked out in broad daylight. <laughs> OK, OK. Um, so I think I'd be a little a little. I understand that. And Stanford. So anyway, so Kim, we see Kim and Anna developing this friendship. So later on, Anna has a spa a day. A spa day at her house. And Kim is there. Anna's there. Kevin Kane, is there. Kane. Uh, Guy, Guy, the hairstylist. Guy and mm-hmm. Kim. So they're getting... And y'all, just so you know, Guy is... Because if you're wondering, like, what's Guy? Is he just here because he's a fun gig? He's like a big time... Stylist. Big time. Yeah. I think he has, like... Something crazy like two million Huge followers Instagram on Instagram. Follower. Mm-hmm. He's a big, big time hairstylist. So, so he rich too, y'all. Kim, he rich too. Kim shows up with a Bible because she needs to spiritually cleanse Anna's yes. house. Yes, uh, this is such a housewives move where someone just she's like, I didn't have a cross, so I found a Bible. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, Anna's kind of like, okay, well, why don't uh, we get a mouth massage first? And there, I would love, I think this was probably uh, like a mouth slash TMJ massage, Where, but I've heard of gum massages. Really? Yeah, it's a thing. Um, I've had a few gum massages. <clears throat> yeah. With a man's penis. I, that's what I, and that's you know, where I was going. I always feel relaxed afterwards. <laughs> oh, good finish. Just, just good, like, good finish oh, at the end. Yeah. Boy. Oh. I feel got those toxins out. <laughs> toxins feel better now. My jaw feels a little little worse for the wear a little though. Worse for the wear. So uh, there, they kind of go in Anna's house, really uninvited. Like we said, yeah, they kind of sneak cool. in. Yeah, then yeah. they go to her shower. They see what looks like a water penis pump, which. Yes. We were like, is that a penis bump? Because I've never seen one that and, looked like that. And guys like, oh, yeah, I got fucked in a sling <laughs> Yeah, one. that's the one that I have on my bedside table. My bedside <laughs> table, yeah. When I have, there's also, it connects to like, if you just pay with the water and then you're hanging in the sling. And then the next thing, so one guy can Dutch door you from the back. Exactly. And then another guy, and then we're like, whoa, we get it. <laughs> you're sex positive. I could, I, put, I could pick up what you're putting down. And you know what? So are we. Good for you, guy. So they're number one. They're laughing like it's kids, like they're kids, and we're sex positive. You know, if you want to have a penis pump, do it. Do I it. I don't care. Just do as, it. Just hopefully it's safe. Maybe they feel good. Come at us. Come at us and let us know your experience with penis. Pump. I've but never used one. They're running around like they're I haven't either. But they're running around like they're kids, and then they throw it out the window. That was, that was just. Gross. It's just that's just don't, embarrassing. First of all, that's. That looked expensive. What if it broke? You better respect those penis pumps. If somebody flew my fleshlight out the window and it broke, <laughs> I would be upset. Do you realize that's $25? Yes. I think they're more expensive than that. I think they are. Um, so then uh, uh, Anna's, Anna's keeping her cool. Uh, of course, Kevin's the one who's like gets upset about it and sees disrespect. Well, Anna doesn't show. Right. Anna's upset, but she doesn't show She's it. She's like, I made a mistake with Kim. And Guy said he wanted to see what shampoo she was using because her hair's a mess. Oh, he's not wrong. She could fix she her, could fix her she hair better. Fix her but anyway, so um, Anna basically says, she doesn't say this to her, but she said, I think it's really rude, and I'm learning who I can't trust. And they're all kind of talking about it. And Kevin's in the group saying, that was really rude. And Kim's like, no, no, no. And she looks at it and she's like, and does a kind of like move the two fingers like we're eye to eye. We're okay. Yeah. And Anna looks at her and said, I don't think so. <laughs> Boss and, move. And as Kane says, Anna, if you cross her, she, you're frosted. She will cut you. That's the Russian part of her. <laughs> yeah. You're out of and then Kim totally tries to throw Guy under the bus and say, well, I didn't go into the bathroom. It was him. Right. And she won't even apologize. No. This is, it, it was weird. It I was weird. I don't know weird. if this was orchestrated. It felt like we were trying to make Kim the villain of this episode because it's just what, what happens next. Um, oh, at can, the Mid-Autumn can, Festival. Can we talk about Kelly and Andrew? There's just one little segment. Do we have to? Um, they go, they're driving in Malibu. And uh, Andrew still has on a lot of makeup. 
And they're Airstream camping in Malibu, and there are rose petals and electric candles. Probably, a, I think I see, saw a bottle of Vaucliqueau. Uh So Andrew says something. His I'm chin pubes up. really bother me. Yeah, he needs to just shave or grow a beard. He does wear too much makeup. It's fine. You just put on concealer and go on and wear some block. So he, but this is what I don't like about this. Andrew says, I just want to apologize for the way I overreacted in Paris. So, you guys, part of the cycle of abuse is I do an, a big grand gesture yep. to show how sorry I am. Right. And, and so that, that is, that is not great to me. And then also, so they, but they have this romantic weekend in this or night in this airstream. But then it kind of, it kind of, I, we kind of go into this because there's not much to say is that, um, you know, Kane ends up having this party at Formoso Cafe where he wants to celebrate uh, all things Singapore and they're, and they're the Singapore independence, Singapore independence. And so they're having this party and not I love Formosa. It was closed for a while and they reopened it. We're going to talk about that in a second. <laughs> um, I, I, a we're going to talk about that in a second. Formosa for me. Um, <laughs> I just, but I want to get to this and say, so it's kind of nothing really happens. They're all coming in. People are wearing, like, Jamie's wearing this glitter dress thing. Christine, Christine's there. uh, Kane's wearing a brooch. They're all there. What's important to know is that, first of all, they all get a text that Cherie had the baby, uh, Jovan. 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 And then, so they all sing her happy birthday, and Anna's like, give me the placenta. (laughs) It's the best facial. It's the best facial. I've had a great facial. I've before. had one again, and I felt relaxed afterwards. Um, but zero cleanup. Zero cleanup. I just licked my fa- like in Looney Tunes when they lick the pie off their face. That's what my tongue does. Just in a circle. Um, so Anna, um, Anna says at that party she was surprised to see Kelly and Andrew together, and she pulls Kelly. Off to the side, her and Christine. Her and Christine. And they're talking to Kelly, and they're just they're talking about Paris. And they're not really saying anything important, because Anna's just basically saying, I don't What we've really heard before. What we've heard, but what is telling is Andrew is watching them. Yeah. And he knows they're talking about them. And Andrew says something that gave me the creeps. I know both of us, both of us reacted like, like full-on clutching our pearls. Yes. It was, um, he says... I see the girls talking uh, about Paris, and why he says, I don't understand why everyone gets involved in our business. Why can't we, meaning he and Kelly, neglect the world and just make it all about us? This is what abusers do. They, they isolate s- you. They isolate you away from everyone else. This is not friends. good. Y'all, if you're ever with someone who says things like, baby, it's just you, it's just you, you and me. me against the we world. We don't need anybody. That's a red flag. They might want to process that, not yeah. you. That's a red flag for you to be like, this person is drawing me into isolation. Who, so I'll have no friends to, uh, to call on if something yep. ever happens. Think about it, y'all. If, you're, if your uh, boyfriend doesn't like any of your friends, or girlfriend, doesn't like any of your friends, doesn't want you to do things with them, yep. gets jealous, gets, that's not good. That is not good. So I just wanted to... Thank you for bringing that up, Poodle. Yep. I forgot about that. Um, anyway. Anyway, that was basically the... But now can we talk about the Mid-Autumn Festival? Yeah. Did you want to say Formosa anything? Oh. Sorry. <laughs> I've been in this room with Poodle. The, the exact room they are. Usually and usually, I'm, I'm on the, the balcony. So uh, Formosa used to be by the right by the where the gay theater was. So Poodle would do yeah. gay theater shows yeah. and then go to Formosa. We would kind of walk down and have drinks after. It was like about... About two or three blocks walk. So I have stood <laughs> in the corner of Form. So Formosa is like a restaurant in the front. Yeah, it, and then in the back it's a bar. Yeah, an Asian inspired restaurant. Yeah, old kind of old Hollywood. Old Asian Hollywood. So is inspired. it closed again now? I don't, I don't know. know what's now happening. that COVID, they, I think it was, someone op- bought it. Was it. Opened for a while. It was shut down for a while and then reopened. Um, and it, y'all, we said we were going to do a short, a short episode. Sorry, really great. Um, Tuna tartar tacos. They Those were always tacos. Yeah. And strong drinks. Yeah. So I remember standing in the back corner of that exact room where all of it all of these people yeah. were. Um, <laughs> actually kind of where Anna and Christine. I've sat in that right in that spot. Yeah. And watched Poodle be in one corner of the room, talk to a guy, then go to the middle, talk to another <laughs> guy, 
then go to the other end and talk to a third guy. And then as the night went on, it's like reading a book. Left, that guy makes out with Poodle. Because it's very dark there at night. It is. It's very red. It's very, for some reason, red. That, that red, I'm just like Roxanne and it, that red, it, put on that ah, red light, y'all. Yeah. It does. And then Poodle goes to the, I saw him go to the middle. He didn't make out because this was more in public. Instead, I see the guy, uh, director, put his hands down the back <laughs> of his pants and start playing with his that butt. That actually happened. Yeah. And then I see him then go to the right, like eating corn on the cob. And then makes out with the guy on the right and takes him to the bathroom because that's by the hallway. Yeah. You're not far off. Um, I'd also like to say I was told by the same director that I guess you're just making making your way through my theater company now. <laughs> and that was fair. It was because I, I did. I dated two people from it and I'd hooked up with at least two more, which is why I. Kind of three, but it's kind of why I had to stop do work, do working in that theater. But company. you know, I'm a, I'm I hooked up with a couple of people from that theater company too, or yes. maybe just one. Yes, maybe two. Yes. Oh golly! So we're at the Mid Autumn Festival. This yeah, which this is kind of like the, the Moon Festival. It's yeah. harvest. It's their Thanksgiving. Man in the moon. Said. Man in the moon. On this harvest moon. So they're they're do, they're doing and celebration. Kelly's mom is here. Kelly's mom is doing it, and Kevin is trying to. Kevin took a page out of Maddie Mars' book. He is a mother lover. He is he a is, mother lover. I love a good mother. He is making <laughs> friends with. I a, love a good oh, mother. I love a good mother. I love a mother. A good grandmother. I love it. He's like, if I get in good with the mother, I'll get in with good with the daughter. Yes and no. Maybe more from like. Maybe in her family, right? But in some families, if you like, if you get in good with Mother Poodle, then Poodle's not going to want to fuck you. No, he no. needs someone that pisses his mom off. No, no, I don't. I don't. If my mother's best friend, the no fucks will be had. Yes, but I yeah. feel like Kelly is more of a mama's. Yeah, it's so no, it's I good. Think it'll work. I think it'll work. And Kim is asking Kelly like, "What's going on with you and Kevin?" And she's like, "Nothing, nothing, nothing." Yeah. Um, and then. They talk about that this is after Penis Pumpgate, and they talk about that no one has talked to them after, the, that Anna hasn't talked to any of them after the penis pump. And Kevin, again, is like, he says to Kim and Guy, he's like, y'all need to apologize yep. because that was really rude. And then Christine, I think it's Christine, maybe it's Kim. Well, you know, you're just defending her because she's your sugar mama. Uh, Kim says that. Okay. Kim's, Christine is kind of like very, okay, well, she has a penis bump, okay. Yeah. And Kim is the one Ugh, she's who an really gets kind of entitled by it and like, I can do what I want. And then he's like, then Kevin's like, who does that? Who, um, uh, who raised you, wolves? Which, that's a big, that's like a thing. If somebody said that in the South, the your criticize your raising. Your raising yeah. is a big, because uh, yeah, Poodle and I, our grandmothers, our aunts, they still say things like, you, you, well, you are raised that way. Or if somebody acts up in our community, they're like, well, you know, you can't rise above your raising. My, my mother Poodle has said that my before. My aunt Darla, yeah. our aunt Peggy said that. So he said that to her, and she throws her drink at him. Yes, and you guys know, they, he, it's all, they get, the drink gets all over everything, and he's like, you're going to pay for the dry cleaning. And and Christine says, me and my couture are leaving. Are leaving. And so Kane separates the group, gets Kim away from Kevin, which is probably a smart thing to do. Probably. Um, this was, it, this feels like a really. on a cliffhanger. A really badly staged fight. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Kim it was real. Kim did seem angry, though. Yeah. She's either a good actor or she seemed really angry. But that's the show, y'all. That's the show, y'all. So y'all, you know the deal. We're this is the last episode that's going to go. We originally said we were going to do the first two feeds, but we decided to be we're givers. Yeah, we're givers and takers. <laughs> and we decided to put the third episode on. I know how to feed. take it. Same, <laughs> same. I can give. I can give as good as I take. Let's just say that <laughs> they. You know, they actually uh, they approached Poodle. Uh, about uh, <laughs> a, a, Liam Neeson, a Liam Neeson sequel to Taken called <laughs> Taken, except it wasn't 
Liam Neeson, it was a guy named uh, it was Leon Hartman. Get down on your knees. Yeah. Get down on your knees, mm-hmm. son. And it was a Chichi LaRue picture. Picture, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Not the same. Not the same. But y'all, you can go to realitygayspodcast.com to find out all about us. Again, speaking of gay porn, don't, don't go to realitygays.com because it's porn. Because it's porn. Uh, but go to Reality Gaze Podcast, and you can find us on Instagram at Reality Gaze Podcast and Twitter at Reality Gaze Pod. Uh, this is the last episode that's going to be on the free feed. So if you want to hear more Bling Empire after this, bitches, you got to jump on the Gaytreon, the Patreon. At the $5 level. That's $5, where it is. The lowest level. And you can, the beauty of Patreon is you can jump on, listen, and then you leave. Jump off. Jump off. But we really wanted clap to give you a. Clap on. Clap off. Clap on. Clap off. The clapper. I just combined two songs. I think you did. I it's did. Okay. That's what I do. So um you can jump you can all that is in the show links there. And I'm I'm excited to jump into episode four. You Me poodle. too. All right, everybody. So we will see you later, but remember, no matter what, be glamorous. Glamorous. Yo, how can I get Kevin to fuck me? Anytime I want a I wanna beg for it day and night. Yeah. Gonna get it done, Kevin. Get in here. That's what daddy likes. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.